Hey, what's up? It's your girl, Lady Sage, and I hope you already know I'm in the building. Let's go. So, welcome. It's been a minute. But do you ever have this feeling where it's like, you gotta do this thing, you can't rest till you do? I'll probably push this off far way too long. But, like, I did everything, and now I'm just like... Okay, it's time to do this podcast. Let's go. <laughs> so welcome. I hope you guys got your Bible because I'm headed to the book of Exodus chapter 7. <laughs> wow. So I was just like interrupted. <laughs> um, but okay. So the interesting thing about that is, um, when you feel like you need to do something, things other things always pop up. And so now I know with that interruption that I am meant to do this podcast right now. So, like I said before, if you can grab your Bibles and please head to the book of Exodus. We're going to look at chapter 7 today. So, I'm reading from the New International Version. It says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Oh, before I start, I was going to say that Moses is one of my very favorite characters in the Bible because I feel like he he had, he went through so much. And um, he he was the man that in the beginning of the Bible, they were talking about, you know, like when Jacob tells his sons that, you know, they will be slaves, but they will be set free, like in a way that was kind of like Moses's um, introduction to what he would do for the Israelites. And so I really like Moses' story and I really do enjoy learning about Moses and I also love like the Egyptian culture as well. So chapter seven, here we go. Then the Lord said to Moses, see, I have made you like God to Pharaoh and your brother Aaron will be your prophet. You are to say everything I command you and your brother Aaron is to tell Pharaoh to let the Israelites go out of the country. But I will harden Pharaoh's heart. And though I and through and though I multiply my signs and wonders in Egypt, he will not listen to you. Then I will lay my hand on Egypt and with a mighty act of judgment, I will bring out my division, my people of Israelites and the Egyptians will know that I am their Lord. Or it says, and they would know that I am the Lord. And when I stretch out my hand against Egypt and bring the Israelites out of it, Moses and Aaron did as the Lord had commanded them. Moses was 80 years old and Aaron was 83 when the Lord spoke to Pharaoh. So Moses was 80 years old and Aaron was 83 I love how God uses people at ages that get mis, mis- overlooked. 
God was having Moses move literally mountains at the age of 80. So it's not too late. God can still use you too. All right, verse 8. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, When Pharaoh says to you, perform a miracle, then say to Aaron, take your staff and throw it down before Pharaoh, and it will become a snake. So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and did just as the Lord had commanded Aaron. He threw his staff down in the front of Pharaoh and his officers, and it became a snake. Pharaoh then summons wise men and sorcerers and Egyptians. Musicians also did the same thing, but their secret, but their, by their secret art. Each one threw down his staff and it became a snake, but Aaron's staff swallowed up their staffs. Yet Pharaoh's heart became what? <laughs> Hardened and he would not listen to them just as the Lord has said. So the Lord has said that Pharaoh was going to do all this stuff. His heart was going to be hardened, right? He said that Pharaoh won't listen, would not listen to Moses, and that it will take for the Lord to put his hands, like put a mighty blow to the Egyptians, and then then they will. So <clears throat> everything is going as God has said it would. Verse 14, then the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is unyielding. He has refused to let the people go. Go to Pharaoh in the morning as he goes out to the river. Confront him in the banks of the Nile and take in your hand and staff that was changed into a snake. Then say to him, the Lord, the God of the Hebrews sent me to say to you let my people go so that they might worship me in the wilderness but until now you have not listened this is what the Lord says by this you will know that I am the Lord with the staff that is in my hand I will strike the water of the Nile and it will change into blood and the fish of the Nile will die and the river will stink and Egyptians will not be able to drink its water The Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron, take your staff and stretch it out of your hands over the waters of Egypt, over the streams and over the canals, over the ponds and all the reservoirs, and they will turn to blood. Blood will be everywhere in Egypt, even in vessels of wood and stone. Moses and Aaron did just as the Lord has commanded. He raised his staff in the presence of Pharaoh in his office and struck the water of the Nile and all the water was changed into blood. The fish of the Nile died and the river smelled so bad that the Egyptian could not drink its water. Blood was everywhere in Egypt. Mm. You guys paint, did I paint a good enough picture by reading that? So, God is producing all these, he's showing all these signs, signs and wonders, right? Um, and this one was the particular one was the blood Um, so can you imagine blood being everywhere that you would have a source of drinking it would turn into blood and it would stink like blood and you you couldn't drink it Um, because it would be it would make you sick right But then the Egyptian, verse 22, but then the Egyptian magicians did the same thing by the secret art. 
and Pharaoh's heart became hardened. So like, it seems like every time uh, Moses and Aaron does something and then Pharaoh's magicians do something, then his heart becomes hardened because he's like, well, I can do what you can do. So who's God? And remember back then, Pharaoh was known as a God. And so if he can produce the same thing as Moses and his God, then what is equal level playing field? That's what Pharaoh thinks in his head. This is equal level playing field. Your God can do exactly what my gods can do. So it said that Pharaoh's heart became hardened and he would not listen to Moses and Aaron just as the Lord has said. Instead, he turned and went into the palace and did not take even his even this to heart so it didn't phase him so you know how you're seeing stuff in real time and miracles are happening and it don't phase you so you have to really think about the countenance of your heart when that happens because it didn't this did not phase uh pharaoh at all Verse 24, and all the Egyptians dug along the Nile to get drinking water because they could not drink the water of the river. So now the Egyptians are digging for water. They're digging, they're not digging in the Nile, they're digging around the Nile to see if they can get any clean water source. And uh, verse 25, it says, seven days passed after Jesus, after the Lord struck the Nile. So can you imagine having seven days bloody, disgusting water? So I remember watching the documentary before and they were talking about these uh, microorganisms that are in the water and uh, they had the ability to turn, uh, well, it would look as if the water was turning red. And when I was in an oceanography class before in college, we actually had a few of those microorganisms because if you shake them in the, if you shake them, um, at night, they also glow in the dark, which is kind of cool. But they're, they're saying scientifically that it would have been hundreds and millions and trillions of these microorganisms that were in the water that would have given the appearance of, uh, the water being red but one thing that they failed to realize and that as we're reading the word is that the water would not only it wasn't it so these microorganisms will make the water look red like blood right but the smell right these microorganisms as far as i know now i could be wrong now if i'm wrong please reach out to me and um educate me on this because i'd like to learn uh as learn this information so if you, like I said, if I'm wrong, please reach out to me and write to Q underscore A for SageWorks at Yahoo.com. That is Q underscore at four, S-A-G-E-W-O-R-S at Yahoo.com. And let me know and show me documentation if I am wrong. But as far as I remember back in when I took college, it says microorganisms cannot, they don't have a produce, they don't have a smell of blood, Right. So, like I said, scientists like to believe that that was the Red Sea that they were talking about. But clearly, if they read the word, it says that, um, that, like, 
it smelled there was blood everywhere they could not drink it they could not drink it now i wouldn't advise anybody drinking these microorganisms either but that is one fun fact that you should probably um, look up okay i'm going to end now with chapter seven please thank you for listening to the lady seeds podcast i will be before you soon um so we're going to go into chapter eight and remember we head into chapter eight that seven days has passed right seven days seven days of no water seven days of water that looks like blood um let's see what happens let's see if pharaoh's heart gets unhardened in chapter eight maybe hopefully he can listen and allow the egyptians to worship their god the god in the river out in the wilderness uh, for i think it was only about a week or three days i think it was three days with uh sacrificing goat so they're not asking to be free they're asking to go and worship for a couple days (sighs) you know how pharaoh is and he is really rough and he is unwilling to let the people be free to worship their god all right i will talk to you guys later have a blessed day Thanks for stopping by the Lady Safe Podcast, and I will talk to you soon.